Tales from Azeroth, as always, here at the Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, we go through a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft, but as it is the monthly podcast, it is with regards to other games. So, this is a monthly podcast that doesn't um, take over from the, obviously, weekly World of Warcraft podcast, and it is just to showcase some games that people might not know about. These are games that I uh, play either during free time or just with some friends and stuff like that. Or, you know, I might visit them after about a year of not playing it, get hooked on it for, you know, a month or so, come back to it in a year's time, stuff like that. So the one that I wanted to talk to you about today is State of Decay. Now, State of Decay 2 more specifically, as that is the one that I uh, played. I did try the first one and it didn't quite sit with me at the time. I come back to the second one and it, it's good. It's good. So why do I enjoy it? I enjoy it because it's something that is completely different to World of Warcraft. It is an open sort of area game. It's very much a you get to decide what's happening. It's a sandbox as it is. You are put on a map with uh, certain objectives and you can do many different things. So... State of Decay is all about a zombie apocalypse game. You are recruiting and sort of surviving a zombie apocalypse and you build up your sort of stronghold or your like sort of residence, as it were. Um, and you basically build relationships with different communities and you can trade with these communities. You can enlist them into your own community and stuff like that. And then you can move into bigger and better sort of... Um, strongholds not it's not strongholds it's more just places to live for them but you can customize where you are uh, so you can put in like a sniper tower so that there's less chance of a zombie attack attacking your like uh, place of residence you can put in a farm so that you get two food per day you get a lot of um these different choices and everyone's game is going to be different because uh, some people might prefer to have say like a blacksmith or something so that they can create uh, different uh, attachments for guns. Uh, some people might prefer, say, what what is the other one? Like a workshop where you can make molotovs and stuff like that. So you can make stuff that can deal with zombies, actually kill them. So there's many different aspects to it, which is why I enjoy it. And it's very much open-ended. I can do whatever I want within the game and... Uh, you know, there's very little restrictions in this world. The only sort of restriction is the map itself. Like, you can't go outside the map without uh, losing your community and switching to the map or a different map and stuff like that. You'd have to start a new game on the different map and stuff like that. So it is very much based in this small map. If you think of Grand Theft Auto and GTA V... You think of San Andreas, the like city area. It's about the size of that um, in terms of getting to and from places, obviously, with your cars and stuff. Uh, the cars are very tough to come by, which is very good. Each of them have different trunk sizes. You have to constantly refuel the trucks or cars. You have to constantly repair them. You can upgrade them. And obviously, you have to get a load of materials. So you have building materials. You have food that you currently have stocked, you have fuel so that um, you can keep generators running and stuff like that, and you have medical supplies that you need. You're constantly looking to go out and resupply your base with these supplies. 
And that's why I think it's very good. You can just hop on, do like clear a couple of houses full of zombies, check to find some resources, come back, and you can just be done. That's all you need to do in the game. And then you can come back and do something else another time. Uh, alternatively, you can go and do the main objective in the game. You can go and clear out some zombie infestations. You can go and uh, help the communities and build up your relationship with them and stuff like that. There's many small things within the game that you can just hop on for 10, 15 minutes and do, which is why I enjoy the game so much. I don't feel like I have to have at least an hour or two of my time to be able to get a good solid chunk out of it and get into it. You can just hop on 15 minutes. Okay, I've done what I've wanted. I'm not too keen on carrying on. Might want to just go and relax and chill out. That's fine. You hop off and you still got them resources and you can do something whenever you're back on. It's nice and simple and it's really good. So this is some of the things that you can do. Now, obviously, it's very limited within like the world. You're not going to get much sort of Assassin's Creed style jumping off buildings, you know, uh, stealth kills. There are stealth kills in the game that you can do. I prefer not to take that approach and I prefer to very much go in all guns blazing, throwing some Molotovs, you know, some pipe bombs or whatever. It's one of them things. So it's one of them, yeah, it, you can decide how to play the game. And that's what I enjoy. That's what I really do enjoy. The purpose of the game is basically you have uh, your community and you obviously have different uh, difficulties. So the harder the difficulty, the scarcer resources are, the amount of cost in upkeep for your sort of base, the amount of cost in terms of enlisting people, you have tougher enemies your health isn't as great and stuff like that. It, it gets really tough. It gets really tough. Um, the purpose of the game is there are plague hearts within the game. And these plague hearts cause zombies around it to mutate into feral zombies, juggernauts, uh, you know, just plague zombies. And they are a lot faster, a lot stronger. Uh, they can hurt you very quickly and kill you very quickly. Death is permanent in this game as well. So if one of your... Uh, followers within this base dies, they are dead for good. Now, I had a bit of a shock uh, in my game. I had, when you enlist a follower, they will run back from where you enlist them. They will run back, and they're usually fine. They're usually fine, like, completely. But I think I messed up. So I travelled, like, half of the um, map, get back to my base, and then I travelled back out from my base and go about half a map's worth away, and I'm in a real shit situation. I'm fighting so many things. I'm on, like, one health, and then I just see, like, one of my followers has died, and then I see this little, like, gravestone over the other side of the street, and I'm like, what? what? That makes no sense. Apparently, my my guy was following me, so you can get them to follow you to help them help you on missions, but I do not recall getting this guy to follow me. So I basically led him to his doom without knowing because I pulled so many zombies and it was like I was in a Call of Duty zombies lobby. Honestly, it was insane. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a bit of a shock when I just see this tombstone pop up from the other side of the street. That was great fun. Uh, so yeah, back to the purpose of the game. The purpose of the game is the plague hearts. Now, each map will have a different number of plague hearts. I believe the difficulty being upped increases the amount of plague hearts and stuff like that. But there are 
The play cards basically make everything very tough. And when you engage these play cards that are usually within a building, they are pretty much within a building in like a very small room, like a bathroom maybe or something like that. It will constantly spawn these plague zombies. And this is where it actually gets really tough. If you are not prepared to kill a play cart very quickly, you can easily get overwhelmed. And that's quite scary. In terms of like what I bring to kill one play cart is like three pipe bombs, nine molotovs, and a automatic shotgun. Like honestly, you need so much damage very quickly that this is sort of what I've gotten to do in this game. And yeah, in like a tight house where there's only sort of one person can fit through a doorway. If you've got about 10 zombies, 15 zombies, 20 zombies constantly increasing uh, coming into the house, your options for dodging around and getting out of the house are very limited. Very, very limited. And once you do kill the play cart, they all do despawn. But honestly, you've got to kill that thing quick. I've learned that you can't take it slow when killing the play carts. I've learned that you have to rush them and throw everything at it within the first 10-15 seconds. If you don't kill it within them 10-15 seconds, just get out, get all the zombies away from the house, because they follow loud sounds, so you can get in your car, you can honk the horn, lead them away, and then run back in to get a bit more damage on it, stuff like that. There are strats to it, but ultimately you want to kill all of the play cards. So... The current map that I'm playing on has 13 play cards. Now, doesn't sound like a lot, does it? These things cost a lot of time and a lot of resources to kill, mainly because I have my method of rush it down with like Molotovs, and Molotovs are very uh, expensive to uh, create within the game. Pipe bombs are tough to come by, just scavenging about and stuff like that. And I like to play at a very... um slower paced i'd like to make sure that my base is very much secure i've got a good source of materials i've got a good source of food income and stuff like that and i'm very slow at sort of doing the main objective of the game and that's what i do enjoy about it again i don't have to do anything like with world of warcraft right now with world of warcraft you have xerath mortis in 9.2 now everyone is going to rush the campaign because they want the second legendary. You need to have done the seventh chapter or something. There's a quest within the seventh chapter. But yeah, you need to do that. And all of the optional stuff comes second. Whereas in this game, the optional stuff is always going to be there. And I can choose to do the like main objective of the game if I so wish to do so. It's not going to make or break the game. Now, it does give you some good loot when you kill these play cards, but ultimately you can find that loot in any other building within the game, depending on your uh, your difficulty level, because honestly, some are just very, very... um, Yeah, they do not give you a lot of resources on the hardest difficulty. So the purpose of the game is to destroy the play cards, and that is it. That is you completing that map. You can go on to the next map, and you can bring people from your community that you had on previous maps to this new community. And the new community, you might want to try something different. So you can have different leaders in the community and they each have their own different perks. So 
one of the leaders you can make a blacksmith one of the leaders you can make sort of a um a trade center or something like that i don't know a bit weird but yeah ultimately everyone has their own different sets of skills so some people might be good at computing some people might be good at electronics uh, mechanical so so all of the uh, uh skills matter in the game because without the skills you won't be able to build certain um pieces of uh, construct you won't be able to construct certain things within the game and within your base if you don't have the people necessary to you know run it such as a mechanic for uh not yeah making a repair toolbox or something a mechanic for installing like upgrades for your cars and stuff like that so it is really good and i like the sandboxy nature of it and i think that that's just one of the better things within state of decay that is actually good and what i go back to i constantly remember that feeling of nothing needs to be done in the game unless i actually want to do it and that's what's fun i can hop on 15 minutes yeah sure i've looted a gas station and stuff like that there's no gas whatever it doesn't matter might have you know done a mission or two yeah it's good fun i can choose to do whatever i want within the game and there's very very little consequences some missions might be uh, a little more urgent so if you're looking at community missions community being where you build relationships with other communities so that you can trade with them so that you can enlist them to your own community and stuff like that some might be a bit more time sensitive and they might get annoyed with you if you do not do these missions but ultimately as long as you've got two or three communities that you're fi- like friends with you matter you can ignore the others it's once you get to that point you can just ignore the others but yeah it's it's a really good game and it's one to just take your mind off of you know some stressful gaming some stressful work whatever it is but it is very good and i would recommend it if you are more of the open world sort of very calm collective you know i don't know how to put it you have a certain way of doing things like you know how you want to play the game and that is how you will play the game if you can if you understand what i'm saying it's yeah it's really good and you're very structured in how you play games there you go that's probably the best way to put it so that it's very good in terms of that aspect because it will feed that you know side of you because I like to build up my base slowly. Some people might like to just kill all the play cards within the first two minutes. It doesn't really matter. Like you can play it however you want, and that's what games should be. And yeah, it's ever changing because no matter what map you're on, it will always change. There'll be different uh, bases that you can go to and build. You'll obviously try out different things, different builds within your base. You might have the armory. Or you might have the blacksmith, you know, whatever. You might have a sniper tower. Everything will change and, yeah, it's it's just great. Honestly, I can't praise it enough. It's a game that I do come back to every now and again and it's really relaxing to just play on your own. Now, I do need to say, should have said this at the very start, this is a co-op game, but the people that you are playing with, if you are deem- if you are the host cannot do anything in terms of with the base. So they won't be able to build anything. They won't be able to sort of manage the base or whatever. Uh, that's all for the host. They can obviously do anything else. They can come along, kill zombies, help you with missions, 
help you, you know, kill play cards. They can help you do everything else. They just won't be able to interact with the base as much in as much detail as you can. But if you're one for not dealing with that sort of base stuff and you just want to go out and do some missions, kill some zombies, you know, find some loot, whatever. It, it, it's good fun to play with a uh, mate if that's the case. But if your friend is someone who wants to do like the base building and stuff like that, it might be best to get them to host. Honestly, it's um, yeah, it might feel a bit bad for them if uh, obviously they're not doing anything that might be as enjoyable to them than it is to you and stuff like that and vice versa. But thank you all very much for listening to this monthly podcast. I do want to give a shout out to the social medias, the Patreon, Twitch, YouTube. Go check it all out in the description. Obviously, a lot of stuff is happening all over the place. So all of the uh, uh, podcasts, when they go live, they are tweeted about. They are put on Facebook and stuff like that. So you'll always be up to date. Twitch streams and YouTube videos are constantly coming out every like couple days and stuff like that. So do check them out. It would be really appreciated if you can show some, show some love for that content as well. But thank you all very much for listening, as always, and go with Valor, friends.